Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, blue skies ahead for government contracting. I think the government contracting market has a perception of being a very ossified, brownfield setting. I would argue almost the exact opposite. While some believe that we must diversify the economy away from the federal government, there are others that say we should be focusing more on growing entrepreneurial businesses taking advantage of the proximity. Our next guest is Jeff Orizam. He is the co-founder of Eastern Foundry, a co-working space here in the D.C. region that focuses on growing emerging government contractors. Jeff, thanks for joining us today. Jonathan, thank you so much for having me. Well, tell us a bit about Eastern Foundry. It's a pretty innovative approach to uh, growing new businesses here in the region. Well, thank you. So Eastern Foundry is a reaction to my and my co-founders experience trying to start non-traditional government contracting businesses. So each of us had left the military. Some of us had gone on to higher education, some to large business. But at one point or the other, we had tried to start a government contracting business because we really believed that we had the best solution in town, whether it was a product or a service. We were going to go help American citizens, help the agency's missions, get accomplished. And we were going to do that through government contracting. We all jumped in the deep end with both feet ready to go win our first piece of work. And uh, with varying levels of success, all of us became massively frustrated by how little the merit of our ideas and the capabilities that we had seemed to matter when compared to the amount that process mastery and relationships seemed to matter. So that obviously you say that you you put that in front of four veterans. We all got frustrated. We banded up thought, how are we going to solve this? And we came to a solution of a co-working-based model. And we thought that if we could bring together 100 or you know, even 10 small government contractors into one room, we would create the economies of scale to be able to get the services at prices we could afford. We could share relationships inside of government agencies. And we could also be able to engage each other to help coach, teach, mentor, and we would all get ahead. Now, you use the term non-traditional performer. That's that's DOD or government speak for what? So that would be government speak for basically a startup. What people in the modern culture would think of as these cool kids startups from Silicon Valley, Boston. Another entrepreneur I know is described as sort of being a sparrow and flying in a plate glass window. It looks really good <laughs> inside, but bam, there you go. Bam. Well, how does a co-working space like an Eastern Foundry help the sparrows fly in through an open window rather than break their necks? So, yeah, it's a great question. So I should be transparent. We can't open the window. Only the government is able to determine how open the window is or how high or how low you have to fly to get past it. What we're able to do is we're able to give the sparrows a map to be able to say, hey, this is where the window's open. If you want to navigate this particular labyrinth to get in, you need to be able to understand the federal acquisitions regulation. Now, obviously, the FAR, nearly 1,000 pages, immensely intimidating volume that carries some really stiff penalties for violations. So obviously we haven't tried to teach everything all at the same time, but we have given the pieces of information. We've created the training pipeline for those companies, for example. Other times we able to get through that window or around the open, find the open part of the window, you need to team up. So very, very frequently as a small business, you're coming in with a prime or a consortium of smalls to be able to get collectively get through the window. And as a small business, a new entrant into the game, you don't have the resources, you don't have the network to be able to find the people that have the best chances of winning 
or that maybe collectively will allow you to meet all the task areas that are included in the RFP. By now co-locating, at this point, we have about 150 small businesses in our space. Well, some not small at this point, but 150 businesses in our space, all oriented on succeeding in the government contracting market. We're able to very quickly and fluidly create the teams to be able to help new businesses get onto winning proposals, get through that window. So you say that you and your partner started Eastern Foundry because you were frustrated. Mm -hmm. Well, Okay, when did the moment change where you weren't frustrated anymore? <laughs> I think I'm always frustrated. You're an I mean, entrepreneur. Of course I'm an you're entrepreneur. always frustrated. There's, there's always, always something new that we should be doing. And it gets me really excited to see just how much blue sky there is in this market. I think the government contracting market has a perception of being a very ossified brownfield setting. I would argue almost the exact opposite. It's, it's, got, it's almost like the snake eating its own tail. It's gotten so brownfield that it's blue again or green again, I guess, if mm -hmm. I'm going to not mix my metaphors. <laughs> but in this way, there is so much thirst for support, and there's so much thirst and awareness that there is a need for a change that I think the appetite is is deep. And so we've really been, we've I've been thrilled by the amount of acceptance and engagement and excitement from the market, from the government itself, for novel ideas. So give me an example of a technology before we move on a bit mm -hmm. more about your educational offerings. One or two examples from your current cohorts that are making headway in the government. What are they doing? Yeah. So one of the nice things about the federal government is that the federal government buys everything. I think that you know, the federal government is one of the few places and one of the few organizations on earth that's allowed to buy heroin and fighter jets and janitorial services. And you have all three in your incubator? <laughs> you know, I uh, well, we have people that are working on the last two. Okay. You know, I don't, to my knowledge, no one in the illicit drugs, although we do have a lot of people in the biodetector group. So you asked about you asked about technologies. So just dovetailing on that, we do have a company that has had tremendous success selling into the DoD or certain parts of the DoD doing biodetection. So they have a really clever solution in a way to both detect the contents of a room and then also as a secondary product to suppress the contents of a room. So you want to get rid of potential WMD, for example. They have a platform that really uh, does a great job expunging it biological agent that it's using. Right. So this is one example. That's, so. that's a great example, commercial and so forth. Mm -hmm. Got about a little bit less than a minute together still. Yeah. You just launched an online training program, which I think is interesting. Would you tell us all a bit more about that? Absolutely. So Eastern Foundry, it's a physical location. We have offices in Crystal City and Roslyn. And we've been doing education there, bringing in professors, bringing in subject matter experts to teach our members for quite a while now. And which was great. And we, our members got a lot out of it. They would learn things that they needed to know to build their businesses. But the reality is, is that if you're in Huntsville, Alabama, or you're in California or Tel Aviv, you're not going to fly to Arlington to get one of our classes. So we knew we, and government contracting is a global endeavor. There are government con, U.S. government contracts being led in every country under the sun. So we knew that we needed to have a scalable way to help entrepreneurs that want to access the U.S. federal space anywhere on earth. And that really led us to going online. So we launched what we're calling our Federal Academy. It's under Federal Foundry, so our online manifestation of Eastern Foundry. And it's a place where anybody can come, log in, and start getting video content that gives a very structured process for analyzing government data to understand whether or not the government's buying what it is you're thinking about selling. And then walking you through a similarly rigorous and methodical process to help you research those customers and build a plan to get into the market. So if you're looking to build a government contract and a business from the ground up, 
we've now given you some really good things to think about and some resources thanks to our guest Jeff Osram, who is the co-founder of Eastern Foundry. That was really interesting, Jeff. Thanks for joining us. for listening to What's Working in Washington. Today's podcast is brought to you by Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation, MCEDC, helping companies start, grow, and accelerate business in Montgomery County. The future starts here. Go to thinkmoco.com today. A special thanks to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. How do you get to be number one in the D.C. area? Eagle Bank did it by putting relationships first. They're flexible, involved, responsive, strong, and trusted. Eagle Bank's goal is your success. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online contributors are Michael Hoffman, Barbara Ulrich, and Candace Pye. Music provided by two DC region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening.